First, can we uh, spend a minute or so talking about uh, Liberty Safe and LibertySafe.com? We love Liberty Safe because I mean, they've been around for a while now, and I feel like they were another one where it was like a small company when we first started talking about them, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's just because of their quality. Uh, you know, th- these are things that you put you put a Liberty Safe in your house. Uh, it's, it's it adds a little class to your house, and I'm not a classy person, so I would not be able to do that without the Liberty Safe. Um, but these are the best made safes in the world. These are safes that are, uh, you know, you can drop, what is it, a ton concrete block on top of them, and they will uh, they will survive it, where they'll put it against the competitors, and it, 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 the whole thing is just a giant thing of dust. Like, whatever is inside your safe is destroyed. Um, Liberty Safe is, uh, is, a great, uh, is a great safe, and it's the best you can get, and you can get it right now in 2019. Give yourself and your family peace of mind with Liberty Safe. You can secure uh, all your belongings uh, and documents, Ooh. jewelry, everything, uh, and... With all the wildfires going on, this is another reason, uh, because there's pictures of wildfires wiping out entire towns. The only thing left is a Liberty Safe. Hey, I've got a prediction for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about California energy and wildfires. I'll give that to you in just a second. Uh, Again, you can put that in your Liberty Safe and seal it and open it in a year, and it will be true. LibertySafe.com. LibertySafe.com is the place to go. It's LibertySafe.com. Oh, my gosh. Of entertainment oh, yes. and enlightenment. Oh. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I love Mondays. Who's with me? Wait. Is this on? I said, I love Mondays. Who's with me? Looks like somebody's got the case of the Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that never gets old. Welcome to the program. We have more Democratic candidates. Oh, everybody's so excited. They want I want to be president. You know, do you remember how how serious Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer were the other day when they gave their rebuttal to President Trump's address? They made it seem like the government shutdown is absolutely apocalyptic. You I mean, people are suffering, Mr. President. A lot of the Democrats have done the same. On social media and CNN, uh, they are telling Americans about the suffering and how nobody in the Republican Party even cares about this. Well, there is something else that is going on uh, with the Democrats, and that is apparently a pretty big uh, party on the beach in Puerto Rico. Doesn't really look good if you're a federal worker. And you're not getting a paycheck. And you see the Democrats partying on the beach. We begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. New year. Time for, you know, a new look, a new feel on everything. By the way, we have to talk about my fat challenge. Oh yeah, um, because to get fatter. Uh, yeah, I can do it. I think. I mean, I'm, I've been I've been progressing. I've well. been going that way, and I think hey, why don't I try the other way? Because I know I can do this. Hmm. I know I can get fatter. <laughs> can we actually not get fat and possibly get a little skinnier? We'll talk about that. Uh, I don't know what's on your uh, your your stupid New Year's resolution thing that I I don't make New Year's res. I hate them because I never do them, but. If you were sitting there and you're like, you know, I got to I got to change things up or you're thinking I got to change my house because I want to sell it this spring, whatever. The most effective thing you can do for the least amount of money to change the look of your home and update it 
is blinds. Blind shades, shutters, or drapes. And you can find them now at blinds.com. Cellular shades, Roman shades. Roman shades, are those those big balloon things at the top of the... Does anybody know? I don't know what a Roman shade is. I don't know what a Roman shade is either. I don't think I want them. Anyway, blinds.com has everything that you could possibly want. And you'll get free samples, free shipping, free online uh, design consultation. You don't know where to start. Place to start is blinds.com. They've been doing this. They've been doing this when Al Gore was still calling the Internet the the information superhighway. So they got it down. It's blinds.com. That's blinds.com. Go there at blinds.com slash back, and you're going to receive a discount on the thing that will really change the look of your home. It's blinds.com slash back. So they've been nibbling on some sponge cake and uh, watching the sun bake. And it's been great for the Democrats uh, in Puerto Rico until the cameras showed up. And then when the cameras showed up, it got ugly. And I mean that in every possible way. I don't know if you've seen the picture of the fat cats on the beach, but I'm going to say the same thing that I would say if I were on the beach. I don't go to the beach because I know that cameras exist. And I don't mean cameras like in the press. I mean home cameras, my camera no pictures of me on the beach. Nobody wants to see it. May I say it's pretty much true for all political, you know, all politicians. I don't want to see you in your swimsuit. Chris Christie looked pretty hot on the Jersey Shore that time. Though. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll say that. But at least he was sitting down. Oh, that's not a good look. I mean, he now he did have uh, a shirt you know, on. Standing up. Um, seen some of these guys standing up. I mean, sitting down is the worst possible thing you can do as a fat man have you seen bob menendez on the beach without a shirt i have not okay nor do i want to but you can imagine it and i'm sorry to make you do that Mm. i mean i'm not making you do that but once i say bob menendez without a shirt (laughs) on the beach you can't get that picture out no okay did they did they clear the island of underage girls before that was the first thing that i thought of i thought you know him on the beach talking to a woman in a bikini is not flattering in any way whatsoever so the Democrats have um, uh, have, you know, vacation now at the seaside resort and uh, they went to a ridiculously overpriced uh, version of Hamilton. Uh, tickets started at ten dollars, went as high as five thousand dollars. Guess which one? I don't think I don't think um, Menendez and the, and the rest of the Democrats, you know, had the ten dollar tickets. They weren't in the rafters. No, they, no, no, they weren't. No, they weren't. So they were at the Hispanic Caucus Bold Pack um, that said this year's winter retreat promises to be our most wildly attended with over 220 guests, including 39 members of Congress. Oh, great. Oh, golly. So while people are struggling, people are struggling and this president doesn't care. They're on the beach in Puerto Rico watching Hamilton. Uh, By the way, there was also in attendance 109 different lobbyists. Uh, R.J. Reynolds was there. Facebook was there. Comcast, Amazon, Pharma, Microsoft, Intel, Verizon, and, of course, all the unions like the uh, National Educational Association. This is how everything that gets done 
that you, you sit back and you're like, gosh, why would they even do that? That doesn't make any sense. Well, it's because they probably were on there. Some fat guy was on the beach with a bikini clad model and he had six yeah, drinks. She's not really a model either. I didn't see the picture. So. Yeah, that but, one didn't work out either for her. All right, so. but then the, the, the congressman was five drinks in and maybe a little too friendly and someone took a picture and like it's, it's, it's all house of cards. Like oh, they, so all, they, they, threw, they threw Kevin Spacey out of there. They should put him in Congress. That would be a much better role. He should actually go into the real, uh, real Washington and just take a role there. He'd fit in perfectly. I was going to say, do you think there's really any difference? I think he really actually would fit in perfectly. Yeah, he'd probably be really successful. Yeah, he would be. He's very convincing. Uh-huh. Like he, he can pull uh-huh. off the speeches a lot better than some yep. dolt congressman. Yeah. I, I think he should try it. And I don't think any of them would have a problem with him. Oh, and then then they could probably get Congress to pay for all the lawsuits too. This is his future career path right here. This is this is the path for Kevin I Spacey. Right. I think you're right. I think you're right. He already knows how to act like a politician. No right. one obviously cares about opinions or policy anymore. You just got to act like a politician and, and be able to handle those big moments when you're uh, when you've got you're, when you're stressed. Well, he could do that. That's his gig. Has Spartacus announced yet his candidacy? No, that is weird because th- there is a. Uh, an argument to be made you need to get out there early uh if you're a like that's why they think elizabeth warren elizabeth warren's goal was to apparently to beat bernie sanders to announcing uh, so she can be the main socialist candidate do we still have the do we still have the audio of her getting getting herself i'm gonna get me a uh, a beer do we because it's just it's just horrible Horrible. She's actually worse than Hillary Clinton when it comes to delivery, really? which is really she, hard to say. That's, oh, there's nobody. There's nobody that could have beaten uh, Hillary Clinton until Elizabeth Warren comes onto the stage. Here's. Do we have that video? Okay, we're getting. It's just so we have to have that handy because it's just so ridiculously bad. Anyway, we had some other announcements uh, that uh, happened. Yes, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Mm-hmm. Uh, running for president from Hawaii, from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. She is a uh, very left wing. And in fact, uh, kind of running in that uh, that area where she wants to kind of be to the left of of Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, she is you know, every policy you can think of, you know, Ocasio-Cortez. Think Ocasio-Cortez. That's essentially who mm-hmm. she is. She was Ocasio-Cortez before Ocasio-Cortez was Ocasio-Cortez. She was wow. Ocasio-Cortez when, when Ocasio-Cortez was serving drinks at a Mexican restaurant in Union Square. So like three years ago. No, she, well, not that long. <laughs> um, so, uh, and so uh, she is having some issues because she's announced. And, you know, of course, when you announce to, be, to run for president, people generally will look into your background, even apparently if you're a Democrat, which I didn't know. I didn't know that wow, happened on the left. No, huh? uh, but I know they check in case in case you want to do something important like, you know, host the Oscars. Then you have to know every tweet that has ever come out. Right. However, uh, running for president as a Democrat, I didn't know you had any background check, mm-hmm. uh, but they have looked into her background and, and discovered that uh, she apparently had some uh, very, very strong anti LGBTQIA plus viewpoints. That's not a joke, by the way. What do you mean? Hmm. That she didn't have those viewpoints, or that no, LGBT. Yeah. I'm trying to get all yeah, those. Yeah, all I know, them in I know, there. I know, and it, and I just want to point out that that's that's 
It's not a joke. Well, quilt bag is also not a joke. I know. And quilt bag two is not a joke. I know. Quilt bag two electric boogaloo is a joke. Yes. That's not actually true. But I feel like if we get ahead with electric boogaloo, we can get all the groups that are coming in the future just kind of fit into those letters. All right. So she has an anti quilt bag two kind of stance. She does. History. She does. She was uh, she her father, I guess, was a big anti gay marriage activist Mm -hmm. um, back in the day. They they, Mm -hmm. you know, tried to push through a um, an amendment to ban uh, gay gay marriage i think and i think they were successful even in hawaii this shows how fast this has changed over the past uh, 10 or 15 years um but she worked her father's group was uh, promoting uh, an, uh gay conversion therapy mm. which is something you're not i mean this is not even a like again like forget what you think about that it's like that is not a position you can have as a left-wing candidate in the democrat party right like, like, ever ever, ever. Like, right and it's like if if kevin hart for a a nothing joke 10 years ago can't host the oscars you're gonna the democrats are gonna elect elect a congresswoman who was for gay conversion therapy in the 2000s in the 2000s like there's just no way i would think but her, she's trying to now back off of that of course she now says she totally disagrees with it and you should understand that she she was won over to the viewpoint basically the same point kevin hart was making that no one gave him any benefit of the doubt for. She's trying yeah, to make it. He was doing it for a joke. She, of course, was doing it for real. She's an activist I, on the cause. I know, but she she now wants to position herself as a vice presidential candidate, which right. would, would be great. Yeah, Diversity lives, I guess. And there, that, that is a point to be made. There's, there's, She doesn't even think she can be the president of the United States. I think she thinks, can I be Bernie Sanders VP? Can I be, uh, you know, let's say Bernie Sanders wins. Can, w- Tulsi Gabbard, could that be the VP? That's the sort of thing she's looking for. Hey, maybe Same Putin's thing. looking for a running mate. That's possible, too. We can ask about that. Right. <laughs> Same thing with uh, Julian Castro, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, does anyone think you're going from the HUD secretary to the president of the United States? I mean, look, we've crazier things have happened. <laughs> However. Really? Yeah. Crazier <laughs> things have happened. However, uh-huh. does anybody believe julian castro no. is a dynamic enough personality to pull that one off no my guess is no yeah so another person who's in there like if elizabeth warren were to win uh elizabeth warren julian castro maybe joe i'm joe biden maybe you know like these there's a there's a certain amount of people there's three different categories here i feel like you have the people who actually think they can win there are the people who are kind of going for vp and then there's the people who are just trying to introduce themselves to you so that in the future they can run for something big mm-hmm. and honestly gabbard and castro are probably more in that third category than even the second uh but it's going to be hard i it's going to be an interesting road to, to see her try to explain that to democrat activists all across the country hey I know, I know when you were like, you know, like when you, your kids that are now 18, when they were 10, I was working really hard against gay marriage and for gay conversion therapy. But believe me, I'm now a left wing candidate. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm not even a Democratic candidate. Yeah, <clears throat> I am a hardcore left wing candidate. Right. That's going to be an interesting pitch. Yeah. This is this is we, we get down. This is just this is a buffet. We have a two year buffet of 20 Democrat candidates all trying to kill each other and move further to the left. This is going this. to be a glorious this. buffet yeah. of candy. Yeah. Every single day you're going to wake up with another one of these stories right. for the next two years where you where 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 things like them partying on the beach half naked <laughs> really <laughs> will just like that small potatoes. Have you heard who else is running? <laughs> All right, I've cleaned out a lot of the uh, commercials and uh, tried to streamline the show for you. So we're 
back into the show within a minute uh, in this half hour. And we want to thank our sponsor, LifeLock, LifeLock.com. There are so many things that are going on today um, with uh, intrusions into your privacy and people taking information from you. There was a story today on the front page of The Blaze on how... uh, how Google has patented some things where they want cameras in every single room of your house. I don't have a problem with that. I don't know about you. Well, if they really want them, there's probably some, they'll probably well, customize can, their ads better. So yeah, okay, they can I'm sell a, stuff to you. Oh, yeah, good, they can okay. sell stuff to you. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's worth it. Anyway, somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds and there's no way you're going to be able to catch all of this stuff. Um, Lifelock.com is your best hope lifelock.com watches the things like your social security number not just your credit cards but also your credit cards they watch absolutely everything that has your name on it and they can tell you if your social security number is being sold on the dark web or somebody is trying to use your credit cards for some other reason it's really a tangled tangled web and you can't stand guard you listen to the news how do you not have this at this point I mean, it's it's so important because every day there's a new crazy hack from not only a foreign government or just some criminal group. They're coming did after it. The, did you see the the actual ad? Where is this story? I have a story today where there was an actual ad for uh, somebody saying, hey, uh, you know, we're uh, we're a hacker group and we're looking for some people who are self-starters. <laughs> I saw that, too. Dark overlord. Here it is. Listen to this. Dark Overlord, a cybercrime collective known for blackmailing big TV studios and insurance companies, is hiring. Specifically, (laughs) it's hiring software designers and systems engineers with at least 10 years of experience. 10 years of experience of doing what? (laughs) Uh, To bring innovative approaches to operations and think outside the box. This is a corporate job posting um, that was found by the cyber threat intelligence company, Digital Shadows. So Dark Overlord is looking to fill at least four vacant positions with a candidate that, quote, has a winning attitude. These are people who are hackers. They're they're advertising. Now, I don't know if they're providing any benefits, but... <laughs> I will tell you, this is how organized it's getting. So you need LifeLock. Use the promo code BECK right now. LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, my God. Look at this. You know what the annual salary is? I mean, I, I think I might apply $762,000 a year. You have a 90-day probationary period. Oh, good. Um, with an expected increase to $1.068 million after two years. Wow. I guess, though, you know, it's one of those things like if they'll pay you a lot to go work on an oil derrick in the middle of the sea. But like a lot of people don't want to do that. There's probably some systems engineers that don't want to cross the line into blatantly illegal activities. So you kind of have to pay. This is crazy. They, they are. They posted four open roles <coughs> on something called the Kickass Forum. Huge fan. That's my home. It's a cybercrime job marketplace mm-hmm. that charges a finder's fee. 
And their tagline is, life's too short not to be rich. That's a fair point. I kind of agree. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, obviously, they what's their justification for being in existence? Is this like a Silk Road thing that's going to get shut down at some point as soon as it becomes a news story? Yeah, it's it's oh, oh, the kick ass website. Yeah, I have no idea. I I don't I mean, Hmm. look, I mean, Google search, see kick ass forum, see if. Yeah, sure. Let me get on the uh, government uh, watch list. Red you're flag right. list. What's Dude, a kick you're ass there. forum? F- kick ass forum. Capital A. It's capital K and capital A. It seems like they might be moving it around, moving <clears> it around <throat> a little bit, um, because the one of the first things is does someone have a new kick ass link? And they must be moving the site around. Why? Why do you say Shockingly. that? Shockingly. Um. All right. Well, it does seem like it might be blatantly illegal, and that a lot of places would want to shut it down. Yeah, it might be on the dark web. I don't. I can't. I, I, I don't. Wanna, not, I feel like a, you click on the wrong thing here. And hey, then, uh, hang on. The world's most expensive paging service. Uh, Jason in the writer's room. See if you can f- go on the onion. Uh, uh, what is it? The onion router. And uh, go onto the, the dark web and see if you can find kick ass forum and print some of the stuff off it. Let's see why, what, what else they're advertising for. Yeah, because I mean. Everyone's looking for maybe a secondary uh, job here and there. Sure. You know, maybe. Sure. You work from home. <laughs> All you have to do is just blackmail people. That's it. No big deal. It's a growing industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of speaking of blackmailing people, if you would like to continue to live in California, uh, there's a there's a new system of uh, there's a new system of squeezing all of the blood out of you. Have you heard Gavin Newsom uh, his recommendation on taxing water, taxing drinking water. He says there are too many people in California that just can't even drink the water. It's it's so bad in California. Since when did California become India? Yeah, I, I know. There, it's a ridiculous thing because they're trying to say. I loved how they were like, "Look, there's been problems with drinking water in uh, in California." One of the places is the Mojave Desert. Well, yeah, that's, well it's there's probably always, hard. There's to, always yeah. been a problem with drinking water in, <laughs> in the Mojave the Desert. Desert. It's like it does kind of seem like Death it. Valley. There's no drinking problems, <laughs> uh, but they they want to get more money and and charge uh, people because you know people in California do not pay enough taxes. I think we can all agree on that. Oh yeah. Of um, now the the people uh, who are opposing this are saying uh, you guys have a fifteen billion dollars surplus right now because of all the other taxes. You're taxing people, so if you have an issue, you could probably pull from that to to pay for it, uh, which does seem relatively sane. However, uh, why stop? They get all these things through. You know, California, they just keep making this worse and worse for the people living there, and that's why so many places are running. Gavin people said, are running. Gavin Newsom said, we've met with residents who cannot even drink or bathe in the water in their homes. Since when... Did the water in California get so bad that you couldn't bathe in your own home? And is that a problem for all of California's or the problem really lies with, I don't know, the state? Isn't that kind of one of your basic things that you should have gotten down? I don't know, like a hundred years ago with the rest of the nation? You're listening to Glenn Beck. 
I've got to make a prediction on California when we come back to. <clears throat> By the way, I want to tell you here about um, uh, Relief Factor. Relief Factor, if you are in pain, this is the thing that I want you to try. Now, it is 100% drug-free. It's created by doctors, but it has four key ingredients that help f- your body fight against inflammation. Inflammation is the number one problem. So if you can't sleep through the night because of pain, you have neck, shoulder, back, hip, knee pain, whatever your pain is, what are the things that that pain is stopping you from doing? Get your life back. Try it. Try it. I did a year ago. I still take it every single day. 70% of the people who try the three-week quick start just to see if it works, 70% go on to order month after month after month like I do. It, it's a way to get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. If you miss any part of the show, you can get the whole thing without commercials. Available on podcast every single day. Go subscribe wherever free podcasts are sold. Pat Gray joins us on the Glenn Beck program. Pat, what is the, um, uh, Stu and I can't come up with the right word. When a state would take over something, it's not to nationalize something. It's statize? What? 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 It's called to statify. Statify. Okay, thank you very much. (laughs) Statify the issue. I think they're going to statify power in California. Have you heard? Oh yeah, the biggest provider of electricity and uh, uh, get what is it? Gas, power, and light uh, in California has declared bankruptcy. You is watch PG and L. Is it they're Pacific? Gonna, yeah, I think it is. Gas and electric. Yeah, and they're gonna statify it. Are they really? No, I, that's my. Prediction. That's your prediction. They're gonna oh. statify it. Okay. I mean, is that not the perfect opportunity? Yeah. You might as well go for it while the Democrats mm-hmm. are getting further and further to the left. Right. We have just can- take these candidates coming out. Just take I mean, it. now Ocasio-Cortez is like the celebrity of all celebrities for some reason, which, by the way, is the greatest thing that's ever happened to Republicans. Hold She's story. great. She, I mean, that's the, they're like, oh, you're afraid of her. Are we? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> if we're so afraid, you should totally put her on TV more. Totally. Yeah, please, it's a great idea. Please. We, let's change the Constitution <laughs> so she can run yes. for president. <laughs> they, I might be I'm for that. For that. Yeah. Just a special exception for her. And just for her. And then Tulsi Gabbard? Like, I mean, is this this is really who the Democrats are putting out? Well, she's, you know, she's getting, uh, she's really getting some serious flack now because she announced over the weekend that she's in for the, for running for president. And so they, as you guys mentioned a few minutes ago, they, they checked into her past Mm -hmm. and her past includes uh, supporting. And I'm not sure you guys said it was, she was, it was an anti-gay thing. The only thing that I can find from her is kind of pro-traditional marriage stuff. Okay, uh, but well, you can't but, be pro-traditional well, marriage. Well, no, her, but she was. Her, yeah. yeah, she her, her dad, dad was, and was, she worked yes. for. She was working for the organization. So. She was, and she said some things in support of her mom, who was being attacked by gay activists. Right. So she sort of attacked people who were attacking her mom. <gasps> Is that outrageous? No. Yeah. How, how <laughs> dare you? Yeah, what that's kind crazy. of horrific person are you? But she can't. She cannot run. If she is saying, hey, my parents have a different position than me and they should, they have a right to have a different yeah. position to, than, than I do on, on gay right. marriage, etc. Right. You can't run. When 70% of your job as a Democrat is to call Republicans homophobic or racist or whatever for whatever comment, how can you do that when your mom and your dad, unless you're calling them, are you willing to call your mom and your dad homophobic? And- well, she can't. 
right? I mean, she's not going to. But she should, like, consistency would indicate it that would, she yeah. should be able to call yes. them homophobic. <laughs> oh, right? Yes. Silly and rabbit. I, tricks are for kids. <laughs> and I used to be homophobic, too, I guess, is what she could say. And mm-hmm. she could say it was because she's only 30... Seven now, yeah. I think. So she was nineteen years old when this. Can was going we stop on. with all nineteen? You know what's so crazy is that we're talking about this, and I don't know if you've seen in Chechnya, there is a real issue with uh, the the Russians in Chechnya rounding up and disappearing, torturing and killing homosexuals. Mm. And the LGBT organizations in Russia. Yeah, but have they Russia. tweeted anything that's anti-gay? Have they <laughs> no, tweeted anything? No, uh-uh, okay, no. well, so, so. I mean, this is what wow. we should be talking about here yeah. in the United States. If yes. you want to talk about gay issues, that's what we should be talking about. Not about this stupid thing in, and in Hawaii. And Islamic weather. State throwing them off of the top of buildings. No, but this one is brand new now. I mean, that's been going on for a while. This charge now in Chechnya is new. Um, it's been going on for a while, but there's new evidence that has just come out. That's stuff we never hear about either. Never. They, they, they don't never. seem to even care about any no. of that. It's all. It's always the the focus is always on somebody's uh, tweet. Yeah, no. no and there's ridiculous. real things happening right yeah. now. It shows that they don't, never actually cared about it, right? I mean, I, yeah. th- this is they were all saying that oh, it's a foundational part of my belief system that gay that gay marriage is wrong a few years ago and as soon as the polls cross the right way and now it's favored by the american people there everyone who doesn't believe as they do is immoral and homophobic mm-hmm. and it's like not, none of these positions are actually their positions they're just saying whatever benefits them at the moment so i listened to um uh andrew heaton uh, on friday and his uh, podcast with this guy this author scientist that uh, did a study on how we are not more polarized as a nation. We think we are, but we're actually not more polarized. He said we're just better sorted. And that's why you see the independents growing. There are more independents than there are Democrats or Republicans. So um, it's just that we're more sorted. And most people are not all 100 but they're just not ideologues that are like i believe in everything that that democrat says i believe in everything that republican says they they're not like that and what happens is when we get to the election we're forced into one of these two things you know it's either a or b a or b choose or i blow your head off Mm -hmm. and so americans have to go that way but what's happened is it started in congress to where um Congress became, because of the the districts, they became so radicalized. And then the party said, you have to believe this or you're out. And so it's really not changed. What's changed is we're better sorted now. The parties have ostracized everyone who disagrees with anything but the party line. And so they've become extreme but the American people have not. Mm. Well, that's not true of the of the uh, thirty Democrats that are going to be running for president in two thousand twenty. No, no, because no. you can go all the way from socialism clear to communism in the that whole party. spectrum. That's, the whole spectrum. Wow, wow. that's yeah. pretty. That's so. Diverse. I mean, that's wide open. Yeah, that's, they got a big you know, tent. That's in the one Democrat of the party. things that we're, that's <laughs> one of the things that we're trying to do at the Blaze. 
And one of the reasons why I was so disappointed that that Gavin McInnes, who, by the way, is going to be on one of my podcasts. Uh, oh, really? Coming up. <gasps> the man that you persecuted, oh hunted down, and tried to kill? Had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <In> fact, <laughs> well, I did try to kill him, but I didn't have him fired. Um, anyway, um, that's one of the things that I am so proud of with the Blaze is you can go from uh, somebody who is you know, right on the edge of anarchy, um, but still has conservative kind of principles. Like libertarianism to the extreme. You know, yeah, libertarian to the extreme. Or you can go to the GOP guy that's like, no, I love Lindsey Graham. You can go, and Mm -hmm. that is a spectrum. That is a spectrum. And that Mm -hmm. is a spectrum that we have to keep together. Because if we don't, then we're part of the extremist movement in the parties. We have to be able to go, yeah, I disagree with that guy on this, but here are the big principles that we do agree on and we can come together on it. Yeah. And I like hearing, you know, across that spectrum because uh, it's where you get challenged, right? Like I don't get challenged by watching CNN and watching some crazy leftist come up and say something that I, you know, I know is nowhere close to my value system. But if I hear something from another conservative that has a different take on something, I, I find that to be much more interesting. So proud of one of the researchers um, on the economy that um, is is informing me now on some things. And he wrote this morning and he said, hey, Glenn, you and I both believe depression is coming, not a recession, depression. But here are the two best arguments against why this is not coming. Mm. Um, and, you know, we were we were exchanging emails this morning that how important it is. That when you really, truly believe something, that you find continually look, not for the confirmation bias stuff, but for the stuff that is constantly informing you on the other side going, well, wait a minute, not so fast. I'd like to Maybe hear not. the two best reasons that it's not coming. That uh, might be a little comforting. <laughs> well, yeah, when the lottery is number one. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't buy into it, but it wasn't. Uh, okay. uh, let me show you this. Okay. Can, may I show you this video? And you have to do a Google search. Just do a Google search for F-35 flat spin, okay? This is something that it's on the aviationist, which is, a, you know, obviously a, you know, a kind of a pilot and a, and a, and a plane freak's uh, headquarters. Watch, this is the new F-35 that everybody says, oh, this is a waste of money. I, I just want you to, to watch this. They, it's going to go into a flat spin. You know what a flat spin mm-hmm. is? I think so. Okay, so when a plane mm-hmm. just kind of stops and then is is staying vertical or no, staying horizontal, but then just kind of spinning down right. mm-hmm. towards the ground, okay? Watch watch what happens as they're like, "Whoa, it's a flat spin." Watch this. That's okay, now it's going there. almost straight, straight up. up. Okay, it's going to make a loop. And then it's going to go into a flat spin, but then it's going to do something amazing. Okay, uh-huh. loop. Is the pilot going to be conscious while he's doing this? Yeah. That's watch. amazing. I know, it's amazing. Watch. Flat spin. See, it's wow. just going to... Now watch. It stopped. <laughs> it's just hovering, wow. and then it turns and goes another direction. Wow. Is that the most incredible thing you've ever seen? Yeah, wow. that's cool. It's just, it's like, it's falling from the sky... And then it just stops in midair like it's like it's on a string. And then the nose of it just turns around as like, hey, what's behind me? And takes off the other direction. Wow. 
Yeah, there's 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 nothing wow. uh, less persuasive to me of these arguments of like we're wasting money on new military technology. No, a lot of times libertarians will bring that up, and mm-hmm. look, they they make points that we do waste money. We absolutely do waste Lots money. money. However, there are certain things that I don't mind throwing money at and blowing. And it's like trying to come up with a new mega super plane that's going to outdo every one of our foes so, is, is a good goal. There. The thing that I have not seen anywhere that I would love to see, and somebody in a movie is going to make this, maybe the new Top Gun movie will do this. Um, but the there F- is one, by the way. What? That is real, by the way. Yeah. There is a new Top Gun um, coming out. So the F-35, the most incredible thing I think of is it's invisible to the pilot. Do you know this? No. So you know how in Top Gun, they're always like, where is he? Where is he? And right. they're trying to turn around and look. Mm-hmm. The, the, the shield that they put is virtual. And it allows their cameras all over the plane. And so when you're flying it, you look down, you see through your legs, you see through the floor, you're seeing to the ground. You look to the side. There is no plane. You don't see anything except the controls oh my in front of you. Wow. So it's like you're mm-hmm. just flying in Wonder Woman's plane. There's nothing blocking your vision anywhere in the plane. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Is that crazy? That's, that's pretty cool. Can you imagine driving down the highway and be like, man, this is a bumpy road and looking down <laughs> towards your lap and being able to see what's underneath your car? I'm not sure I want to. No, I know. I'm still dragging that raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. Thanks, Pat. All right, let me tell you about ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is the way to hire somebody fast. Now, it's not the dark web, as we... So we told you a few minutes ago, they're actually on the dark web. They're looking for $765,000. You can get into blackmail. Uh, and hack into people's businesses. That's not something that ZipRecruiter is going to help you with. But if you are looking for um, you're looking for a job or you're looking to hire somebody, ZipRecruiter is the fastest way in the industry to get somebody within the hour that is qualified for your job. I mean, can you think of that? I mean, what a, a, we've had to you know go, we've gone through this process so many times, and it didn't improve until we got ZipRecruiter. But like that, that could be weeks long. You know, I mean, a disaster. Yeah. And to get something in an hour, at least you you'll know what your floor is. Even like, right. You're like, okay, here's someone who would be great for the job. We let's see if we could even do better. Right. And they're not even. It's not somebody who's like, well, yeah, there's somebody in Alaska. I mean, unless right. your <laughs> job is hiring from anywhere in the world, they will find somebody around you and you can customize all that right yeah it's yeah. amazing yeah. it's amazing uh, they have floors of of technology people um that are constantly tweaking the algorithms to f- it's smart technology to find the person that is absolutely right for you zip recruiter go to ziprecruiter.com slash beck um if you love the show if you want to support this show please visit our advertisers and use them. Now, this one is free just so you can try it out and see the difference. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. The smartest way to hire. On a personal note, I'd like to ask for your uh, prayers for my family this week. Um, On uh, Saturday, Friday, my my youngest, uh, Cheyenne, was not feeling well and 
Saturday, we took her into um, urgent care, and then she was taken right away to Children's Hospital in Fort Worth, and we thought for a while she was going to have to have surgery. Um, in fact, we thought that until about 11 o'clock on, on Saturday night. Um, we finally got out of there, I think, around 3 a.m., um, but uh, they found some things um, internally, and I don't want to get into all the details, but... Um, they said they've never seen it in a child before, which is weird. Um, so she's got to go through some more um, testing, and um, we just I'd just like you to keep her in your prayers. At the same time, my oldest daughter is also in the hospital. Um, she'll be in the next four to ten days um, undergoing um, testing uh, for uh, possibility of brain surgery. Um, she has seizures and they just keep getting worse and she just, you know, makes it impossible for her to work. It makes it impossible for her to drive or have a life. And she's just, um, she's kind of at the end of her rope there on that kind of stuff. And, um, so she's having some testing done here in, in Dallas and we're actually pr- pr- uh, praying that she can have brain surgery. Not that they, uh, not that she can't, but that she can um, so whatever the outcome is, um, pray that our family is, um, uh, able to deal with, uh, with all of the outcomes. So that makes my Eagles loss into perspective a little bit. I feeling <laughs> I will tell you, um, <laughs> my son and I were having an interesting, uh, I don't know if you'd call it a conversation about his homework on Saturday. And that's why I didn't go in with Cheyenne with urgent care. And then when she was taken to the children's hospital, it's strange how fast that conversation of homework just ended. And yeah. he was like, Dad, I got it. I got it. Uh, I mean, it it puts things into perspective. We waste so much time on nonsense. We do. Don't we? We really do. We really do. Mm. But the good news is we're back with another two hours of nonsense <laughs> in, uh, in just a second. Stand by. I want to talk to you a little bit about Home Title Lock, our sponsor. Uh, Home Title Lock is something that both Stu and I have, and we all got it. Pat has it, too. We all got it separately um, because we all kind of talked to this sponsor. We're like, holy cow. Uh, And so each of us signed up for it and then told the other one, boy, have you seen this yet? This is something that I can't believe nobody is watching the title of your home, especially if you have parents who paid off their home. There's a good chance somebody can go in and steal that. It's really, really simple. And only one company is watching those titles to make sure that you don't become a victim. Yeah, home title lock. If you have uh, equity, you're a big target. If you're the ones doing it right and paying your house off, you're the target. HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go. They have a free title scan to see if anything's happened to you so far. Uh, it is free, $100 value, free when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. The Fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck Program. There's an amazing story about a newly elected uh, Democratic Congresswoman. Her name is Rashida Talib. She has uh, hosted an unabashed anti-Semitic terrorist supporter. Is this a problem for the new Democratic Party? Well, there's a new study out that shows who the new Democratic Party is. Now, this is different than the Democratic voter. Who is the new Democratic Party? It's fascinating. We get into it in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
Only two minutes in this half hour where we stop down to tell you about a sponsor. This is one of them. And then we're right back into programming. Uh, it's blinds.com. No, it's not. It's not blinds.com. It is uh, uh, Liberty Safe. Liberty Safe, uh, always, always there to protect your valuables. Liberty Safe, firearms, ammo, gold, jewelry, marriage license, you know, the normal things. And then you get into things like creepy, weird things that tell you a lot about the individual who owns the safe, like purses. You mean someone who recognizes where most of his salary goes and thinks those things should be protected? I mean, someone, I, someone smart like that. I mean, I'm just saying that if most of your salary, if the most valuable thing you have, Stu, in your collection is a purse. No, it's not the most valuable thing I have. It's the most valuable 12 things I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's just it's my crazy. life. I'm just used to it. Anyway, uh, number one safe manufacturer in the nation, and they have sold more than two million safes for a reason. They're the best built in the industry, bar none. So they offer exclusive figure, uh, features like military uh, military locking uh, bars, which Stu, you should have those for extra extra added protection. I like this idea. You know, um, fire seals that are second to none. Plus, all of their full size safes come with a lifetime warranty. So whatever you're protecting in your Liberty Safe, make sure it is in a Liberty Safe. Liberty Safe, the best built safes on the planet, bar none. Now you can get them uh, interest free with approved credit. Check out their special deals at LibertySafe.com. That's LibertySafe.com. Okay, so um, uh, one of the people that was at uh, Congressman um, uh, or Congressperson Rashida Tlaib's swearing-in ceremony uh, and a private dinner with the entire family uh, was Abbas Hamida. Abbas has uh, said things like Hamas and Islamic Jihad in Gaza congratulate and celebrate the heroic operations carried out by Hezbollah, a terrorist organization, by the way. Jewish groups whining about removal of Hamas from the EU terrorist list. Suck it up. Um, Netanyahu is comparing Hamas, a Palestinian, Palestinian national liberation movement to ISIS. Uh, hello. A happy birthday to the most honorable Arab Muslim leader in our lifetime. Nasrallah. So um, this guy is, you know, kind of out there on the edge and everybody's kicking up you know dust about it but is this really any surprise coming from the new democratic party the democratic party is about as far left as you can possibly get and out of step and here's here's where um and i really kind of want to focus on this for a while the the parties have just become uh organizations for people's pet projects so, in other words, you might you might disagree with abortion and you don't want to fund Planned Parenthood. Well, there's one organization that you can go to that's going to fight, they say, to stop it. And that is the Republican Party. If you are for abortion all the way up until birth or beyond, you can go to the Democratic Party. But that doesn't mean we're in lockstep with everything else. Those are the edges of the party, but those are the only things the parties are talking about because they're super serving these hyper political edges. 
And they're the edges that the Democrats have gone to. I think if the American Democrat, the voter in America, really would look at what their party has welcomed in and become, they would realize they are way out of step with them as voters. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying for years and years and years and years, and I know the audience has felt this as well, that the Democratic Party has become more and more extreme, more and more liberal. Um, and all those times we've been saying that, we now know we were right. Because there are extensive studies on this now, and there's a new one out talking about the split between liberals, moderates, and conservatives within the Democratic Party. And a lot of times we say, like, remember back, you know, in the Clinton days and Bill Clinton, meaning, uh, like, they, they were different. Like, they, were, they would make these arguments about, I mean, the era of small government is over. That's was Bill something Clinton. that Bill Clinton said, the, a Democratic president. Said the the uh, big government. I say small. No the, big the, government. The era 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 of uh, big government is over. So look back. Looking back now to that era, back to 1994, uh, you see the split between liberals, conservatives, and moderates in the Democratic Party. In 1994, it was 25 percent conservative. Okay, 25 percent of the Democratic Party considered themselves conservative Democrats. Okay, 48 percent considered themselves moderate Democrats. And 25% consider themselves liberal Democrats. Stop and think about that just for a second. An equal percentage of Democrats consider themselves liberal as conservative. Liberal equal. back there, back then was progressive. Yeah. So you know progressive mm-hmm. is what they meant back then by saying liberal. So yeah. only 25% of the Democratic Party would have considered themselves a progressive. Yeah, and you think about that. That's the hardcore, right? Those are the people who would say, yeah, you know what? I'm all for government health care. I'm all for, you know... The Bernie Sanders of yeah, the world. exactly. The mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders group. So that was only 25% of the Democratic Party. But there was 25% that were cons- considered themselves to be conservative, right? So that might be someone who is... Joe uh, Lieberman. Yeah, Joe Lieberman, right? Somebody who was a hawk on defense, maybe uh, was a hawk on... Kind of spendings for the Democrats. Sometimes they'd be pro-life, right. uh, even though they agree with big programs and mm-hmm. stuff. There was mm-hmm. a group there at one point, and that was, you know, a quarter of the party. So those things have changed. <laughs> okay. How much? So conservatives who were 25% of the Democratic Party now are 12. No so, way. So more, and, and that's Name even them. hard to believe, right? Name uh, that's so that's. I mean, if, if you look at the Democrats too, about 12% approve of Trump. Right. Like it's about that era area. So there are some people who consider themselves Democrats, whether this is an old family sort of like brand that they had from back in the day and they still consider themselves conservative. Now, is this in the party? Wait, wait, wait. Is this in the party? Yes. These are the party. This is this is the party. This is not the voter. These are the people in Washington. No, this is the this is everyone who's in the party. So if you're a Democrat, if you if you declare a Democrat, this is who you are. Yes. So you're not an independent uh, leans Democrat, but a Democrat, Mm -hmm. a person Mm -hmm. who and that's, you know, yeah. I believe chunk of the country. Okay. So to, from 25 to 12, mm-hmm. that's a, something to not just brush over. You've cut the people who consider themselves conservative in the half. party in ha- more than in half. Mm-hmm. Second is moderate. Now, moderate was 48% of the party. A full half of the party consider mm-hmm. themselves to be moderate Democrats. Today, it's only a third. From 48 to 33%. Wow. A significant drop. Yeah. Now, uh, those two things would indicate to you that perhaps liberals have gone up, and you're going to be uh, surprised to hear that that's true. Liberals, which were 25% of the party back in the mid-90s, are now 51% 
of the party. Wow. More than half of the party now considers themselves to be liberal. And now, obviously, to conservatives, probably every Democrat seems liberal to you. But there's a different choice of saying uh, to, about yourself, right? Like, you're identifying, yeah, I'm out there, right? I'm, I'm as far left as you can get. You're saying, I am uh, going for the universal health care. I am going for all of these giant programs and all the tax increases. And it, this is Ocasio-Cortez. Half uh-huh. the party is now d- identifying themselves. And it's interesting to see how that happens because it can happen two different ways. One way is the liberal point is winning out among the Democratic people. They're sitting there and they're looking, well, you know what? We used to be, yeah, sure, we used to be, uh, we used to triangulate and we used to try to move to the middle and win voters, but I don't like that. That didn't work. We got to go more liberal. That could be part of it, right? The other part of it is, though, the voters who were conservative and who were moderate are leaving and are becoming independent. You're 45% is not on the Ocasio-Cortez. 45% of that party are not on that train. They may be here and there on certain programs, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, but they don't consider themselves. That's a huge number inside of the party. Yeah. And again, I think this goes to sorting, Stu. Mm-hmm. This is why the, the parties have become more extreme, but the American people haven't necessarily well no i mean this is the american people it is the question is 45 percent are leaving the democratic party or would like another choice because they're not ocasio cortez right i think the 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 interesting thing to look at here and we'll know this more as as this as time goes on are these people who i think it's both i think people who were moderate democrats before and were in the democratic party and been there for a long time have decided we want essentially Bernie Sanders, but probably in a younger, more attractive mm-hmm. package, mm-hmm. right? Like they're saying, you know what? I just don't want to deal with it. I, I don't believe this moderate thing works anymore. And they become liberal and conservatives maybe have become moderate or liberal in that party. The other thing, though, is cons- people who were conservatives, it's no longer a place to stand. If you are a conservative Democrat, how can you possibly belong to that organization anymore? How can you possibly be surrounded by people like Ocasio-Cortez, people who like Tom Perez, who are saying, hey, uh, Ocasio-Cortez is the future of our party. And if you are pro-life, we want you out. Right. Like so people are leaving and they're becoming moderates and they may still vote for Democrats, but they're becoming less and less attached to Democrats because what they see there is a, a growing group of the furthest left uh, vote, uh, voters and uh, people in control getting the absolute uh, grasp on the party. And when it's 51% that are liberal, that's why you're seeing these candidates like, uh, uh, you know, uh, Tulsi Gabbard think that they can come out and, and be competitive. So so I want you to look at something for me. I want I want to show you some numbers here and show the breakdown of Trump and the loss of Hillary and see if you can actually make the case with numbers. You're a numbers guy. But see how you can make this case. This, I think, clarifies a lot hmm. of the last election. Just that poll, if you look at it and you make some uh, suppositions on what happened to the, you know, the Democratic voter. If that's who they are. It explains the last election without even going in to the Republican Party. Do that in one minute. 
First, let me tell you about X Chair. Stu and I are sitting on X Chairs right now. We love them. Uh, X Chairs, they will support your back the way your back needs to be supported. Your butt feels kind of good. Although I don't really have a lot of pain. I don't really have a lot of pains in my butt other than stew. Um, but uh, it's just a really comfortable chair. Now, they have a new model out for a limited time, available only to this audience. I want you to try it out. Let us know what you think. It's xchairbeck.com. Now, this is there's the Super X chairs uh, that I think Professor X had a lot to do with because I, I, they do everything but read minds. Uh, however, X Basic gives you all of the critical stuff that you need. Um, except it doesn't read minds through your butt, I think. I'm not sure all of the things that the Super X chairs do, but they're really, really great. This X Basic gives you all of the... gives you everything I love about this chair at a really great price. I want you to try it. When I say try it, you can send it back 30 days. uh, No questions asked. If If you don't love the chair, try it. It is really good. You get $100 off right now at xchairbeck.com, X, the letter X, chairbeck.com, or call 844-4X-CHAIR. 30-day, no questions asked, guarantee of complete satisfaction. And if you use the promo code BECK, you're also going to get a free footrest. So go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com. Break for 10 seconds, station ID. Normally, this would be the time that I would say, uh, Stu, while we're in a commercial break, let me run this theory uh, by you so I don't come back and look like an an income poop. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't have a commercial break here anymore. So (laughs) let me just run this by you. And please, those in the audience who go, no, duh, uh, just give me a break here for a second. Um, If you have 51% that are on the Ocasio-Cortez train, Okay, Mm -hmm. the Bernie Sanders. I'm pretty much a socialist kind of person. Yeah. Uh, Unabashed. Thirty three percent that say they're moderate. They're leaning one way or another. But, you know, they might be more socialist. They might be more conservative. Okay, and then uh, 12 percent conservative. Correct. That gives you 45 percent. That's in the middle to the right. Uh, yes. Got it. Mm-hmm. And 51% who's on the definite diehard left. Mm-hmm. Okay. 20% of Democrats voted for Donald Trump. 20% of those who say, I am a Democrat, that's who voted for Trump. Correct? The uh, number is about 20% Democrat. I'd have to check the exact stat on that. I know there was a large percentage, though, of of Democrats right. that I could be wrong on that. Over. I've heard it was about twenty percent, and you've heard this before. It's the uh, Obama Trump voter. Like yes, the, they voted for Correct. Obama. They came over and voted for Trump. Correct. There, there's a large large group of those, and I think yeah, yeah. I should say you shouldn't say the Democrats. I should say twenty yeah. percent of those people who voted for Obama voted for Trump. I, yeah, I can't, well, I, I don't think know the exact right. breakdown, but it's something okay. like that. All yeah. right. We don't need to get into the specifics. We know there's a large group there, though. So if you voted for Obama, I would say that you're probably um, in the the moderate to liberal group. You'd think so. Yeah, you'd think so. Right. I mean, it was a it was a it was a, the first one was a strange election because it was historic and everything else. Yeah. The second the one, second it was one. Romney. It was. Yeah. It's and split, I think it much. was and I think it was 20 percent that voted for both or 15 percent that voted for Obama both times that voted for Trump. So um, if that's true, let's just say it's uh, out of that 45, 
that voted, you know, that, that says I'm a moderate to conservative, mm-hmm. that 45 percent. Let's say you just take 25 percent of that of 45 or take 20 percent of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that leaves you again, if you take 20 percent, that leaves you with 25 percent that says, no, I'm I'm more of a conservative. So I want Hillary. I want the old school Bill Clinton kind of Democrat. Right. Thinking of from a Democratic perspective here, not mm-hmm. what we would consider conservatism, but Correct. what they would think what they is would a conservative say. Democrat. Right. right. Okay. I just want the tried and true mm-hmm. Democratic Party that I grew up with that I understand. I want the Bill Clinton stuff. You know, I'm not thrilled with Hillary Clinton, but I certainly don't like Bernie Sanders. I'm not part of that. Okay, Mm -hmm. so twenty five, twenty five percent of that middle forty five goes off and they vote for uh, for Hillary. Then you're left with and twenty percent go and vote for Trump. Then you're left with the fifty one percent liberal. Well, the liberals, what? Twenty percent of those could not stomach Hillary Clinton. Yeah, a lot of them didn't show up. Some of them went to Jill Stein. Right. Right. I mean, so at least 20% of them said they couldn't stomach. How many actually did? But it was enough for her to lose. That's, that's why. Because the, the Democratic Party is polarized itself. Mm-hmm. And they ha- they, you're going to see these 30 candidates come out running against each other, tripping over each other to get further left to please these activists. Because we always but talk that about... that will only yeah. go to aid... Yeah. Donald Trump, because if you voted as a Democrat for Donald Trump, you weren't being listened to anyone who's uh, anyway, who's who's surveying those people who's talking to those people who's talking about those people Mm -hmm. in the press. The Democrats in the press don't even want to bring up that 15 to 20, 25 percent of the Democratic people who voted for Barack Obama voted for Donald Trump. They don't want anything to do with it. That's just that's crazy far right wing stuff well, and it's hard but to, it's not it's hard to win them back when you're calling them homophobic homophobic and racist and anti-semitic and everything else correct so they have to just basically ignore them those that this this that 45 percent is at some degree or some level attracted to the guy at the end of the bar stool that says you know can we just stop all this racist stuff Mm-hmm. Can we just stop all of this socialist Marxist bullcrap? And that's who Donald Trump is. And Donald Trump was able to pull people from the Democratic Party because of his history. He had enough in his history to make those voters in the Democratic Party go, you know, what? I, I don't think he really kind of believes all that stuff. I mean, he's for he's for trade wars. You know, mm-hmm. and the, that traditionally, that's what I remember growing up here in that big that's union position for big union the thing last yeah. century. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I think that's actually uh, an interesting thing because and, and it's it's interesting how you keep this coalition together for 2020 if you're a Democrat. Right. Because to win this primary, you're going to have to be essentially a Casio-Cortez. Right. At least to be competitive. You can't you can't dismiss Medicare for all, for example, to win that primary. You might say, look, I think there's this little modification on it here and there, mm. but they're all going to be going and saying more and more and more and more and more. When someone comes out for Medicare for all, someone's going to come out for something 
even further than that. We need to get people off of these private insurance co- uh, programs. We need single payer for the entire country. No more empl- employee, um, employer sponsored uh, coverage. They're going to keep going further and further and further. And then it's going to be someone who's going to have to bring it back to a place where they can capture those conservative and moderate Democratic voters. They're playing to the hardcore left throughout the primary, and then they have to figure out a way to bring it back. Trump was able to do that, I think, because because of what you're talking about. That sort of plain spoken, like, mm-hmm. look, you know, this, this is just obviously nonsense. And it wasn't specific on policy. Everybody so far in this uh, Democratic primary and everyone we expect to get in are all politicians that all talk p- policy. Like they to to do that, you need to be a dynamic personality. You think Tulsi Gabbard's going to be able to pull that off? No, no. I can't think of anybody that can pull that off. The only one that could pull off bringing it back to the center is Joe Biden, but he may not be far enough left to win. Yeah, and this is what. Yeah, right. I mean, he may be one of them. Uh, you know, this is why they keep flirting with the Oprahs of the world, though. They think somebody like that would be able to do it, and you know, I don't think it's really realistic. Wow, more in a second. Mm. You're listening to Glenn Beck. So do you want to sell your home? Let me tell you a good reasons why some, some good reasons why you should go to realestateagentsitrust.com. I get letters in all the time from people. Stephanie from Florida. She wrote in and she said, Last year we decided to take uh, my transfer, my husband's company had offered. We left to listen to this letter. We left our home for over 24 years, leaving our children and our grandchildren, knowing already that it was going to be an emotional move. I listen to Glenn Beck almost every day. I heard his advertisement for real estate agents, the itrust.com. Um, he said that they had the same kind of integrity that I would have. So I thought, I trust Glenn, why not? I am so glad that I did. Ashley was a godsend. She returned my call within an hour. Not only did she hold the values we expected, but she ended up being such an encouragement to us. We laughed together. We even prayed together. And the sale got squirrely, but she got it done. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Also go to blazetv.com. Blazetv.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save some cash. Blazetv.com. This podcast is sponsored by simplysafe.com slash Glenn. I love doing commercials for Simply Safe because I have this system. In fact, I have it in my office even where we have a lot of collectibles. So when we lock up the doors on the weekend, we know nobody's going to, you know, steal the ruby slippers or the cup of a carpenter. Simply Safe is the best home security. They believe nothing should come between you and protecting your home. Simply Safe has created a system where you own the alarm system. So for $14.95 a month, they give you the 24/7 monitoring. It's all wireless so you don't have to worry about somebody cutting the lines or the power going out. All of it still works. Get a jump on protecting your home the Simply Safe way. Simplysafe.com slash Glenn. G L E N N. No time like the present. This is how you protect your home and your stuff. Simplysafe.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Talking about the the left and the right and how they, they've changed so much. And part of this is too going into some of these kind of crazy policies that they do. For example, uh, California now wants to tax water. They want to actually tax your drinking water. And this is sort of going on the same thing. that We've seen this movement over the past few years about taxing soda. 
It's a sin tax, right? Soda's bad for you. You shouldn't drink it. Uh, in theory, of course, I totally disagree with that analysis, but uh, it's very bad for you and you shouldn't drink it. So therefore, we're going to tax it. Philadelphia did this. The first academic study about this is out now. And the results are pretty amazing. First of all, in Philadelphia, people did not cut calories as a result of the tax on sweetened drinks. They didn't shift their drinking to anything more healthy. Uh, it, instead, what they did is they got in their cars and they drove across the city line and they bought all their soda there. And of course, when you're buying all your soda there, you're also buying your groceries there. So this is a boon to the uh, uh, economies outside of the border. Um, we, we dealt with this when we were in Philadelphia. There's a, a wage tax uh, on in Philadelphia, but not in the surrounding communities. So everyone, there's this one road called City Line Avenue, mm-hmm. and everyone builds their businesses on the other side of City Line Avenue to avoid Philadelphia's stupid wage tax. And the reason why it's called City Line, it's where the line yeah. of the city is. Yeah. I mean, the city officially ends in the center of that street, and it is the most incredible thing. It will show you the difference between free markets and and state run heavy run heavy tax because you go down that street yep. and you're driving around and you're looking to your right which is surprisingly free market you're driving around the circle to your right and you're looking and you're seeing prosperity you look the other way into the city on your left and it is it's just blight it's it's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. It is the it is the best example of what a, a big progressive high tax city does to a community because it is literally in the center of the road. It's it's blight and poverty and Saks Fifth Avenue on the other side. Amazing. We're going to get back into this Democratic Republican thing here in a second, but just to give you the final uh, take on this study. Uh, a, we find no significant reduction in calorie and sugar intake. This is what you're, it's been sold on, right? Like that it's going to help people not be as fat mm-hmm. and, and not be as mm-hmm. unhealthy. Um, the tax does not lead to a shift towards uh, healthier products. And most importantly, again, like the Democrats are the working man's people, right? It affects low-income households more severely because they are, uh, and it is also limited in its ability to raise revenue. So obviously... People are avoiding the tax, so it's not raising revenue. And the people hit hardest by it are the people who don't have the cars, who don't have the ability to go out of town to buy all their stuff. So they get hit with a tax over and over and over and over again. The poor people who can't leave. If you're going to work on a bus, it's amazing. If you're going to work on a bus, you're paying for the tax. And unfortunately, you don't have the money to pay for the tax. And so you just stop drinking soda, maybe. Well, or yeah. you just shift your funds someplace else. And you have less money. In fact, they actually showed uh, that people did not switch. They just wound up having to pay for it and had less money for other things. Correct. In fact, what they showed is there was a decrease in soda sales inside of city, uh, Philadelphia. However, the increase in soda sales and the surrounding communities actually made all of it back and more. So overall, there was an increase in soda because people, you know, it's this thing like I want to avoid the soda tax. I'm going to go load up while I'm out there. So they bought mm-hmm. more soda and they brought it back and drank more soda. So if you really believe soda so evil, you actually had people consuming more of it in your city. I mean, it doesn't work on any level. And yet they're still trying to pop this up all over the country. I, I'm telling you, this is what we're going to have the problem with uh, um, basic minimum income. 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 It fails every single time it's tried. Mm-hmm. 
and they keep trying it. One of the first experiments was Richard Nixon, actually, here. He tried it in, in the United States, and it failed, and they banned it. They, they just did it in Finland. They had this grand experiment touted by liberals uh, mm-hmm. and progressives all over the world. I think they did it with Berkeley, too. They did it, and didn't they do they it started in doing it in Berkeley. Yeah, they started. I don't know. how. I haven't seen the outcome on that one yet. I but Finland, I know, failed. They canceled failed. the program. Canceled I, it. Think it's, I think it failed in California as well. And they've just revamped it. Oh, no, it's going to work. It yeah. doesn't work. It doesn't work. And that I think that is the next the next stage is basic minimum income. It's socialism. And what it does is it just kills the spirit. You can't you can't change basic human nature. And that's the difference between the free market and progressive values. The free market says your people are people. They're just they're going to do what mm-hmm. people do. So let's help them do what they want to do. Where progressives say, well, we can change basic human drives because we know better what people should be doing. Right. You know, so, you know, if we just give them a basic minimum income. No. What will that do? Everybody is pretty much the same. I mean, there are those who are who are we talking to? Um Bowie said about a guest that she wanted to bring in. Um, mm-hmm. And she said, there's this guy who was, uh, what, 300 pounds and, you know, just knew he was going to die. So wanted to lose weight. So he joins the Marine Corps <laughs> and he completely goes like balls to the wall. <laughs> I'm going to live every second of my life. Yeah. Okay. There are those people. But that's not who most people are. No. You give them the opportunity to slide. They slide. We found out last week even AI does this. You give it a task and even AI says, well, I could take some shortcuts. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, if Mincom can provide uh, and Mincom is basically you get money for nothing. You don't have to go to work. If you don't know this concept, and it's a real thing they're throwing around for multiple reasons, technology being one of them, socialism being another. But the idea that you can basically get money every time, every day, uh, every week, and you don't have to go to work at all. We implement that thing here. We are Wally in a second. Like I, I am. If I can get a decent standard of living by not doing anything, I am just going to be a, a slot. I mean, I'm already fat. A fat, slovenly guy. I'm going to be in a chair so I don't have to walk. And I will, I will just be slobbering over whatever food I'm shoveling into my mouth within six weeks. That's my. I'm, I'm, I'm advocating for that as a policy of my seriously, own. Seriously, seriously. <clears throat> how many people that win? You probably know, would know this number or know how to find it. How many people who win the lottery actually go into work the next day or the next month? That's interesting. I, I don't know the number there. Because if be you win study. the lottery, you have no real reason to work. Mm-hmm. So you might go do something that you want to do, you know. But as you see, most lottery winners lose all the money. An incredible amount of them. It's very high, right. higher than you'd ever believe. Right. They lose the money. Yeah. Why? Because they got it for free. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to, you know, uh, affect their lifestyle that way. And then they if if they're working, they're probably working not at a job they don't want to have. They're probably like, you know what I've always wanted to be? I've always wanted to be a race car driver. <laughs> well, there's no money in race car driving for you. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's what Mincom will do to people. It, 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 if you if you want to work. 
um, you will do something that you've always wanted to do, which is great in theory. But most people, you know, follow your heart is not always the best advice. Your in fact, heart is dumb. Yeah. I it, mean, Jeffy's heart was attacking him. You know, you know what? A, a better <laughs> advice? Follow other people's heart. And I don't mean like, oh, what do they have their heart set on? I should do that. I mean, what do other people's heart tell them they need? Tell them they want to do. Follow their heart. Make them happy. Serve them. Make their life easier. That's capitalism. Yeah, it's at least how you're going to be monetarily successful. It's not exactly everybody's goal, right? If that's not your goal. You know, when uh, Nancy Pelosi was talking about some of these uh, topics, she said, um, well, we, we need to let um, uh, musicians and artists perform their art instead of having to go to work and all the time. That's ridiculous. They should be able to perform their art. And it's like, well, if their art is marketable, sure. If it's not, then no. They can do that on their free time. They can go to a job maybe they don't like because you know what? Most people don't like their jobs. But if, they, if their passion actually is to be a musician and they can't make money doing it, they're going to have to supplement their life by going to an actual job. And then at the end, they can play their guitar. That's like, not, that shouldn't be a crazy concept in the United States. And, and we shouldn't be subsidizing the fact that somebody who can't really play guitar wants to play guitar. And especially since so much of that comes through experience and pain. So much art, comedy. It's like, you know what? We're going to make sure every comedian is always happy. Yeah. Well, then they're not going to be funny. No. <laughs> going to be funny. No. I mean, your experience of life, that's the problem with basic minimum income in a nutshell is... It doesn't give you your life any meaning. And that's, I think, a sad thing to say because then we're tying what we do as a job uh, as our meaning in life, and it shouldn't be that well, way. Well, no, because most of us tie not, not to our job, but to our stuff. We tie meaning to our stuff, to our title, to our success. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is the difference between my generation and the millennial generation. They don't want to tie their meaning in life and be my age and go, there's really no meaning to all this stuff. Okay? Well, yeah. they, want, they want to do something that makes a difference. That's why I really think it is follow someone else's heart. Make a difference in other people's lives. And you'll find meaning in there. And that's what ca- good capitalism should be. We don't get up every day and say, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk because I would not be talking about 90% of the stuff that I talk about on this show if it were up to me. Today, I'd be talking about art. Tomorrow, I'd be talking about, you know, uh, 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 you know, AI. I don't I do talk about both of those things, but I'm trying to serve you. I'm trying to figure out, I spend most of my time trying to figure out what's happening in their life. What's happening in the person who listens to this show? What's happening in their life? What are they struggling with? What are they going to be struggling with? You know, somebody said to me, wow, you've really found like this new, this new pace, this new thing that you're warning people about that's, that's coming. Kind of like I warned about the caliphate and the coming collapse back in 2006 and seven before it collapsed. And I said, yeah, I really have. They said, that must be really satisfying. And I said, no, it's not. No, it's not. Because I know it. I got it. I understand. I'd much rather be off preparing and doing something else and doing the things that I like than sitting here trying to explain it to people 
who really, in many cases, for a very for, at the very beginning each time, do not want to hear it. I don't want to do that. But because I also want to be successful, I have to find a way to do that to where the audience will consume it. So I have to figure out what are you worried about? What do you what do you want in life? How do I serve you? It's it, I'm telling you, it's it's uh, making friends and uh, influencing people. Yeah, it's the book that you know came out in the 30s that we, if we just start thinking not about ourselves, but about others, we'll be successful and will be fulfilled. Right, because no one's going to stop you if you are not commercially successful in radio. No one's going to stop you from posting on on you know Twitter all your viewpoints. Just no one's going to you know that's just that's the thing, right? Like it's right. You're, 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 you can still express yourself, just yeah. like you could still play guitar. Right. However, subsidizing the idea that people who can't play guitar should right. be able to play guitar and still earn money for not being able to play gu- right. guitar is a terrible idea. And I don't make the case that when people didn't want to hear my point of view on the collapse in 2006 and seven, remember how much heat yeah. we got for oh, that? Yeah. We're getting subsidized or in the caliphate. I'm not saying somebody should pay for me and force people to listen. No, I'm not saying that. If my view is out of step, it's my job to figure out how to make that something that people want or need and if i can't i lose and i'm out but you know what then i'm probably wrong you know because i can't make my case to people all right uh what happened to bitcoin this weekend do you have any idea uh it uh, went down a little bit what did it end uh, in we're 300 bucks or so i mean <laughs> Oh, down three hundred dollars. Yeah. Didn't end at three hundred. No, it didn't end at three hundred dollars. <laughs> so that would be very bad. I'd be like, oh, you should have mentioned uh, that earlier. Because I don't think it was that bad, Stu. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a, it was a it was a drop. Um, you know, but it's it's been bouncing around the same area for a couple yeah, months they've now. They've been they've been saying that they think that it might hit a new low because something is something's going on, and you could make the case that these are the whales that are getting out these are the uh, industries that are saying you know what I was parking on the sidelines before they go in and gobble sure. it up mm-hmm. um i don't know i don't know but the one thing i do know is cryptocurrency is here to stay in what form i don't know bitcoin uh and blockchain here to stay Please find out all you can about it because it is part of your future. So I'm not saying invest in it. I'm saying learn about it right now. SmartCryptoCourse.com. Call 877-PBL-BECK and get more information. 877-PBL-BECK. SmartCryptoCourse.com. So who could win this uh, election for the Democrats? Because the Democrats are they're they're putting in the most extreme candidates. And that's because that's who the Democratic Party, as Stu pointed out earlier in the hour, that's who the Democratic Party really is, is 51 percent are progressives. Yeah. And now that's doubled in the last 20 years, doubled the percentage that think that they're liberals and progressives slash socialists in some cases, but, but as opposed to moderates and conservatives. But the party. what the political players in the world and i mean the media and the democrats or republicans the institutions they see that as the country's becoming more socialist but it's not it's it's actually you know but it's more progressive it's more it 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 uh it wants a hundred different uh categories for male and female no no 
your overall number is getting smaller and you're starting to focus more and more and attract that kind of person. So as they start to reach out to the Uber left, can anyone turn that corner and come back and win a Democratic election? We're going to look at the candidates who have announced and we think are going to announce when we come back. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Relief Factor is something that has really, truly given me relief in my life. I feel like I've, I've got my, my life back, but I'm not the only person that uses Relief Factor around here that we know. Yeah, I mean, I, one of the things we did as a, a couple was to wait, kind of to have kids. We didn't have them early. We had them late. So I have a five and seven year old. And like, as you might know, five and seven year olds run around and make me do a lot of things that I don't really want to do because I'm they, it's activity. Wait till they turn 15. <laughs> exactly. And, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to be up uh, and you're kind of the same situation, right? Yeah, you had kids yeah. later on lifting your kids, you know, uh, lifting your grandkids, right? Like that can actually be a real problem. Yep. And I haven't hit the huge pain area yet, but I know a lot of people have. And a lot of people around here have been really helped by Relief Factor. Most people try it. Uh, 70% of the people that try it for three weeks, a quick start. They go on to order more month after month. They find relief. You can too. ReliefFactor.com. Order now. ReliefFactor.com. And get your life back. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Today, we're looking at... What are the Democrats going to run on in 2020? Who is going to run? Who's going to do this? I mean, everybody else, I guess, is concentrating probably on, you know, the FBI. The FBI said uh, that uh, Donald Trump was investigated. Really? You mean like Hillary Clinton? Why is it such a big deal that he was investigated by the FBI when you didn't think it was a big deal that Hillary Clinton was being investigated by the FBI? So there's no politics of meaning here. What is in our future? Not political games for political game's sake, but thing. this is important because the Democrats are getting so far left, we can become a socialist country and all that that entails in an Ocasio-Cortez sort of way quickly if we don't have our act together because that's where 51% of Democrats now want to go. We begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. uh, Our sponsor this half hour. um, We are so thrilled to have Relief Factor as our sponsor. Relief Factor gave me an awful lot of help starting back in uh, December of last year. I mean, a year before last. uh, I had really kind of gotten to the end of my rope. And don't let me forget. Please write this down. I want to talk about something that I'm reading about health and and also my fat challenge coming up in uh, in about 25 minutes. Um, but I, I just couldn't take it anymore. I just couldn't live this way anymore. And I don't want to be on prescription drugs. So how do you kill the pain if nothing else works? Well, my wife said, please, just try Relief Factor. I did. I tried it for three weeks, just as they say, and it worked for me. It dramatically changed my pain. I'm not out of pain all the time, but I have far more better days by far than I ever have, at least in the last five years. It's Relief Factor. Please try it. It works for 70% of the people. It could work for you, and if it does, you get your life back. 
Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or you can call them at 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. So this next election is really important because if the economy goes down, Donald Trump's going to have a really hard time winning the election. And unfortunately, somebody who will have an easy time winning the Democratic primary will be a socialist. People will run towards socialistic properties and values if the economy is really, really hurting. So who are they going to run and who's actually dangerous if they would win uh, in the socialist front, but also uh, who could beat Trump if there is no economic disturbance? That's the hard one. And that's the one of the issues with thinking of elections as a binary topic where there's just two people and those are the only two people you could ever consider. Um, and it's a problem because it, it worked well, I think, for Trump in 2016, right? Like people who weren't necessarily thrilled about Trump saw Hillary Clinton and were like, eh, no. Uh, however, the, the same thing might happen in 2020. And this is the risk if things go poorly, because if there's only two choices and the economy were to collapse or uh, something went wrong unforeseen, then you have people saying, well, I don't like Trump, so I'll go with that other person. And that other person might be an actual socialist. Mm-hmm. But if they can hide it well enough from the American people to not turn them off, they become the only other place to go, the only other game in town. The question is, now let's just take out the economy stuff. Okay, okay. Let's just leave that off the table. Deal with that if that happens. Yep. Okay. Um, so let's say that Trump goes in as healthy as he is right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Things, are, things are the same. How, who do you run that is left enough for the left, because 51% of Democrats now consider themselves left, liberal, progressive. Um, who do you run that is left enough for all of the, the ones that are going to get out everybody in to vote, but then can come back and be center enough for the rest of America? Right. And uh, can I add a third uh, thing you have to do? Survive Donald Trump. Yes. Because if there are certain people uh, that don't have the personality type to be able to survive Donald Trump, I'll give you a great example. Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren will get slaughtered. Oh, my God. That'll be be a a day again. If things if Donald Trump is about where he is now, which is like low to mid 40s approval rating, he's, he's kept his base. He's kept Republicans on board. He's got some independence. He's not overly, you know, thrillingly popular, but he he's got his base. If, the, if we go into that next election, as the uh, as the primary uh, shifts, its, you know, kind of sifts its way out, then it's going to be one on one, and Trump is going to be able to go after that other person and do what he does best. Right? He's going to put pressure on them all the time. He's going to they're going to have to answer. He's going to rename them. He's going to rename them. He's going to he's going to go after them in every speech. And there's a certain type of person. Elizabeth Warren is this type of person that cannot handle it. She can't seem authentic. She can't fake it. Hillary Clinton had the exact same problem. You know, this is when Hillary was in the middle of this and she's like, oh, I, you know what I know? Pokemon Go to the polls. Like that was her. Res- yeah. Like this is how she dealt with it. She's mm-hmm. terrible. And you know what? I'm going to get me um a beer is 
has to be setting off alarm bells all over the Democratic Party. Because when he's coming after her with all these attacks and, and the way he's going to come after her and name her and, and take every position she's had and make it into this big thing, and, and the media is going to follow it that way. All he has to do is say, me smoke him one pump, too. Uh, he says <laughs> she's that not going to be able to deal with it. She's done. She will not. She will just shut down and become a robot. And this one's already played out, right? He did say those things. He did say Pocahontas. He did call mm-hmm. her all that. Mm-hmm. And what did she do? She thought it was a good idea to do a DNA test to prove she was one 1,024th Native American. That was her way of handling it. She has no capability to deal with the pressure of Donald Trump. Now, Joe Biden, on the other hand, is a guy who's been in these waters for a long time. He's more, not policy-wise, but he's more Trump than your average politician Mm -hmm. he can insult you he can come back with snappy comebacks Mm -hmm. he's kind of likable end of the guy uh, of the bar sort of way he's kind of and i I say this i say this with as much endearment as uh, as i possibly can when everybody said i like the i like the guy down the, the 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 end of the bar basically that's somebody who's just saying crazy things but you know you're all thinking it you're all thinking yeah. it in the bar but he's just saying he's, he's willing crazy. to say it he's he's got to out crazy crazy he's we already have the guy at the end of the bar and that's what people liked about donald trump was he was just saying it he wasn't afraid of people like elizabeth warren who would say how dare you right do you know that the the number of indians that died and i am one of them and how dare you even quit they're sick of that yeah they want somebody at the end of the bar who's like shut up pocahontas yes okay that's what they want and i think this is the most basic hurdle uh, to clear for any 2020 candidate you have to be you know who else can't do it cory booker Oh, my God. Cory Booker. I am Spartacus. That guy cannot handle the pressure of Donald Trump. I don't think that Beto can either. I think Beto. That will be interesting. I'm not sure on that one. yet. I'm not sure either. But there's 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 I don't know. There's too much stagecraft in him. Then again, I felt there was stagecraft in Obama and it worked. It worked. It did work, although Obama never had to face Trump. I mean, Obama had a a way about him that maybe he would have been able to deal with it in a different sort of fashion than I think uh, Joe Biden would. I mean, Joe Biden will just start uh, be like, "Ah, oh, that guy's a moron. Don't even worry about it." Like that's the yeah. type of thing he'll yeah, say. No, yeah, uh, Obama. And, Obama. You gotta have to put put yourself back. If Obama was a conservative and Obama running the first time, uh, I mean, he was Mister Arugula. I mean, that's yeah. all that that's all that Donald Trump had to say. Oh, yeah. I he mean, would you give do... him the arugula guy and he's done. Right. <laughs> it's one of the reasons I think talk show uh, listeners like Donald Trump so much, because a lot of times he sounds like a talk show host. Mm-hmm. He's like, he sounds like a guy you'd listen to on conservative talk radio who's just like, oh, these these people are a bunch of morons. They're totally incompetent and they can't do anything. Well, right. that's. That's what that's what talk radio is, right? Uh, a lot of times, um, you can get a lot more depth than that. But I mean, that that <laughs> yes, is basically can. like what right. what what we're talking about it's here. The every day. average person, it's speaking yeah. the average person's language. Yeah, taking a, a five thousand page policy proposal and turning it into something that you don't want to hang yourself after listening right. to. So uh, I think that's a huge hurdle. So that Biden is, and it's interesting. I think the audience it was we've been kind of in, uh, informally polling them over the past couple of weeks of who you think can pull that off. A lot of people see Biden as the person who can do it. I think so too. He can say I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, nobody's done it yet. No, but he can say to uh, the left during the primary, I'm, "I was with Barack Obama, man. You know who I am. I can, I can do all these crazy and liberal policies." And he'll use the things. word "man," and he'll too. use the word "man," right? Which is what he does, right? 
and he will go out there and say, look, I passed, you know, you, you know, healthcare. We got to go further on that. He'll yeah. be able to convince them that he's left. Then he'll be able to come back to the middle and at least attempt to get back that sort of Rust Belt vote that Hillary lost. Yes. He'll be able to say, hey, I went to Katie's Diner. That place has been closed for 30 years, and it right. was great. And I'm a blue-collar guy. Everyone calls me middle-class Joe. I'm not saying he's convincing on it, but he at least attempts it where Hillary didn't even attempt it. And he can actually he can go and bit. sit with bikers. Right. And and, 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 and and be comfortable. The bikers aren't comfortable, no, but they, he's comfortable. They feel very weird. You pointed <laughs> this out in the famous picture of uh joe biden creepily like hugging and like somewhat me tooing a biker woman who's sitting there mm-hmm. there's another guy in the picture and his his face is like oh my god what am i looking at he's like pissed off but i had never noticed this before <laughs> he because he looks offended like this is this is not right he's, right. he's like thinking right. like a, he's right. almost like royalty he's just right. like i i how dare you right. do that right and then you notice his name i don't remember it Troll. Troll, that's right. He even offended he a guy the named Troll. He was President Troll. On his leather jacket, <laughs> it did say President, and underneath it said Troll. He pissed off pre- tr- President Troll. Right. So but, he's that creepy. But Joe Biden feels comfortable. Remember, Hillary Clinton got out of her van. She had in a minivan. Right. Come on. She was not. She. That's not her. So she went on her her listening tour in a van. Yeah trying to pretend she liked it she never embraced she should have gone and said i don't understand fair food but i i'm digging it yeah. i mean it's not my scene but i'm digging it she she could not do that instead no. she was like what i'm perfectly fine with you know deep fried snicker bars on a stick <laughs> right. i make these for bill all the time <laughs> just shut up inauthentic right. is what hillary clinton is inauthentic and, is what and Cory joe Booker biden is. is authentic yeah take politics out of it biden is like the guy who like sold you uh your uh, your forklift and he comes to the holiday parties and he's fun and you're like he's a salesman but i like the guy right take politics out of it that's kind of who the guy is and he's able to pull that persona off cory booker's not doing that Mm-mm. elizabeth warren's not doing that Mm-mm. um I, you know beto i think beto comes off i mean beto essentially is the guy who ran against frank underwood in season four of house of cards mm-hmm. uh where he's like good looking guy and he's uh he's he's live streaming his dental appointments and and all of that you know stagecraft he's essentially trying to replicate that campaign which uh i mean there's a lot that went that on with that work. one, but didn't really work, didn't really work. Uh, for multiple right. reasons. <laughs> Point being, though, you, you, you can't if you can't clear the hurdle of surviving Trump, you, you can't beat Trump unless something dramatic happens with the economy or something. Now, here's the problem. As much as Joe Biden can say, hey, I'm the Barack Obama guy. Barack Obama came out this weekend and said, it's time for new blood. Well, unless Joe's getting a transfusion, (laughs) Joe ain't new blood. We'll go into that here in just a second. (laughs) I just love this is a giant bowl of candy for us to eat out of every single day for the next year and a half. It is. All right. Let me tell you, tell you a little bit about Car Shield. When it comes to repairs, you need options uh sometimes you will go in and you're just going to get a simple repair you think it's a simple repair comes back it's a thousand bucks um my son-in-law went in for a repair cost him what three or five thousand and they had to pay it because they didn't have car shield i'm like hey dummy hey what do you talk about car all the time on the air why don't you listen to the freaking show car shield i went in i had and i honestly can't tell you is six to eight thousand dollars repair the reason why i can't tell you how much it was is because i didn't pay it 
Didn't have to. Car Shield covered it. If you your car has a repair and it's covered, man, it will save your life. Car Shield. If you have a car that's out of warranty and it's you know five thousand, one hundred fifty thousand miles, you call them. They give you the free on you know roadside assistance, free rental car while yours is in the shop, and they pay. You don't have to pay and then wait for them to pay you. They pay the mechanic. CarShield.com. CarShield.com. Call them now, 800-CAR-6100. Use the promo code BECK and you'll save 10%. It's CarShield.com. Break for 10 seconds, station ID. So Joe Biden may be that old style kind of car salesman that uh, uh, that people are kind of tired of. But Hillary was I mean, she was kind of her own mob. You know what I mean? You kind of everybody knew and everybody in the party was sick of her because they knew that there was, you know, if you will, a political mob that they'll break legs. You're not going to cross the Clintons. They'll break legs uh, and you'll be destroyed. And people were sick of that. And Barack Obama had that, but he never did it. He had code pink and and everybody else break the legs, you know, and he could say, what? I'm, you know, we, when they go low, what? we go high. All these right. organizations tied to me are going very low. But when they go low, we go high. Right. He was so, able you know, to pull that off. If you, you know, you have media matters and code pink doing that for you. You don't have to ever make a threat. Yeah. Um, and and he he could he had such cred with the left, the deep left. He never had to go deep left. He never did. He never had to say it. I mean, we a lot of the stuff we dug up on Obama was stuff he did before he was running. And he denied ever saying it, yeah. even though we had video, video and audio of, of him doing it. Right. Uh, so he never had to say it. he could pretty much play to the center and play to the aspirations. I don't know anybody else that can do that. I mean, because he had he had the history behind him. So a woman, maybe Kamala Harris, but is she going to have to play so far to the left that she could ever come back for the rest of the country? And I think his path, her path is different than Biden's. Biden's path is depend on his Obama sort of credibility with the left, win the primary, and because you also have a backing of a big part of the establishment, most likely. And then get there, then go back to the middle and be able to handle Trump. Kamala Harris is not, she's running to the left. I mean, she's she has to prove herself. She doesn't have she anything to fall be, back on. She would be the person that could bring the party together because... You know, Biden's a thousand years old Mm -hmm. and uh, will he run for two terms? I don't know. You know, she's really in competition right now with a good Elizabeth Warren, right? To take that Sanders sort of wing of the party. She's going to run in that socialist sort of left positioning. However, unlike unlike Warren, she can she's much more well equipped to be able to deal with Donald Trump. She's a prosecutor. She's a prosecutor. So she could um, uh, not in not in head to head. I, I mean, I think she'd do better. Biden is the one that's winning head to head. I shouldn't say winning has a chance stay above water. Yeah. No one else has ever won against him one on one. So he would have a chance of keeping his head above water. Um, I don't think Kamala Harris, she would have a slight chance, but only because she's a prosecutor. But I think that she is so far left that he could just make her look like an extremist quite easily it would be hard the path that's similar to 
Biden as Sherrod Brown from uh, Ohio, who a lot of people believe uh, is going to run. He's, he's been successful in Ohio as a Democrat. Even when, when De- Ohio is voting for Republicans, they'll still, still keep voting him in. Uh, he's sort of a populist. You know, he can be the rumpled coat kind of guy to come out. And that's how they're going to try to portray him. You know, whether he can stand up to Trump, I don't know. Maybe. Um, but I don't I don't necessarily think so. Um, Cory Booker. No. Right. We're going through this whole list here. No uh, way. Kirsten Gillibrand. I don't I don't think no. she I don't think she's really a legitimate contender. Um, Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine is the most forgettable vice presidential candidate. When I said Tim Kaine, how many of you thought, who's Tim Kaine? He ran for vice president in 2016, the most recent election. It's amazing. And no one remembers who he is. He was awful. Awful. A giant awful. zilch added nothing to their campaign. Nothing. An embarrassment. Um, Amy Klobuchar is one from, she's from, uh, one candidate from uh, Minnesota. And she's being pushed out there as like a a more on the Biden-esque wing. Like, I've heard a lot of talk about Biden Klobuchar as a potential final uh, where they land. Female, uh, obviously a senator from Minnesota. She's not seen as super far left as like a Kamala Harris or Elizabeth Warren. She's going to be plenty left for Democrats in reality. Um, But that's one they're talking about as a potential vice presidential candidate. Um, Scrolling through this list here, we talked about Kamala Harris. Bernie Sanders, will he run? I think... The establishment of the Democrats are saying, you're done. Get out. They keep, there's a, a lot of leaks on, of negative stories about uh, Bernie Sanders. Run. You think he's going to run? I think he's going to run because he's going to want to, he's going to want to direct the um, conversation. So he goes into, if you think about these candidates in groups, right? You have the Biden, Sherrod Brown group. You have the Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, you know, Tulsi Gabbard, all these. There's going to be a ton in that socialist sort of wing. Mm-hmm. The other wings are going to be less represented, I think. Um, but Bernie Sanders is, if he if he's there, he's going to draw a lot of attention for a while. Yeah, but he'll, he will, he will force the Kamala Harris's. And I think this is what he'll want to do. He's going to force the, the others to actually run left. You take Bernie Sanders out. I think if I'm a leftist, I want Bernie Sanders in because I want Bernie Sanders to keep, I want him to root out the leftists who aren't afraid to say it. He's got nothing to lose, right? He's nothing. He's not a, he's not looking for a, a legacy when it comes to success. He's looking for a legacy as, as the guy who, did you know there was a candidate back then that really yes. tried to be socialist? He was the first to admit it. Isn't yes. that wonderful? If you're a Democrat, you might think that. And that's what Sanders' credibility is. However, I think what the Democrats would love is a guy like Beto who can have all the same policies as Sanders but hide them and yeah, not say I he's agree. a socialist. I agree. Act like the everyman. I, I mean, agree. the guy came within three points in Texas. Can he win some of these swing states? I mean, the argument would be yes. Certainly his argument will be yes when he runs, uh, which I definitely think is happening. Mm-hmm. So it's his path is he's in between those two groups, and that's why there's so much, you know, thrills up the leg going on for the Democrats oh my right gosh, now. gosh, if I hear that one more time. <laughs> and you know what? Chris Matthews, he's exactly the kind of guy that would give Chris Matthews that dingle. Oh, yes. yes. You're listening to Glenn Beck. I am watching the economy. I am I'm trying to keep an eye on what's happening over in China, what's happening tomorrow. They vote on Brexit. Uh, the stock market is really rocky. I just saw a little while ago it was down 120 some points um, with the government shutdown here. Brexit tomorrow. The world is on the edge. 
and anything could happen if there's any major disruption this thing could come unraveling quickly are you prepared i will tell you that i took my 401k i took a look at it recently i have taken 75 cents of every dollar uh, that i've had in my retirement uh stuff that you might have in your 401k i've gotten it out of the stock market where do you put it gold is the safe haven please consider gold or silver Call Goldline now and get the information. Do your own homework. You're smart enough to figure this out. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. So is a wall immoral? Uh, a Democrat was actually asked if that's true or not, and the surprise answer uh, coming up on the Glenn Beck Program. Glad you're here. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome uh, to it. I, I, I mentioned last week that... Uh, um, I have a goal of losing 50 pounds uh, this year, and uh, man, I'm looking forward to it. It shouldn't be bad. I mean, you you didn't even have a goal of gaining 50 pounds. You picked that, pulled that one off. It's pretty good. Anyway, um, so so, uh, uh, and I want to thank Jeffy for this. Uh, but uh, it's amazing how a friend's heart attack affects your life. Uh, so uh, uh, I've invited people to join if you want to join. And I'm, I'm going back and forth. I've been reading The 4-Hour Body uh, by uh, Tim Ferriss. Mm. Have you read that? No. You'll... Do I look like a person who's... I mean, a four-minute yes. body, maybe. Yeah, you okay. do look okay. like a guy who... So his, <laughs> I just love his philosophy. It's like his philosophy is everybody's body is different. So don't... You know, you got to do your own, you know, kind of watching your own body. And, and he talks about how you can measure the results of anything that you're trying and you know, he went to the to the extent of I mean, he had body implants put in to be able to monitor, you know, his blood and and uh, fat burn and everything else. I mean, he was taking blood tests all the time uh, because he's that kind of guy. He wanted scientifically. I want to know what's right, what the right fuel is for my body. Um, but he talks about how, you know, the, after a certain point with exercise, it's waste. You're not gaining anything of it. And he's like, so why are you doing it? Uh, and he's in this, you know, you got to eat every four hours, et cetera, et cetera. So I kind of like his philosophy. So I started talking to my wife about it. And my wife said, oh, I've been reading the book, too. Oh. And so she read this book called uh, Medical Medium. Now. She got this from a good friend of ours who is a rational human being and has MS and, and is really sick. And she said, my gosh, this has made all the difference in my life. This guy, his his philosophy on diet. So I'm like, OK, so what's the medical medium? What does that mean? She said, well, he's a medium. He's a, he's what? He's a he's a medical like a, medium, a spiritual. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, so hmm. I said, oh, well, this uh, have you read the four hour body? <laughs> have you read the four hour body. She said, listen, now this guy's story, because I read part of it this weekend. This guy's story is amazing. We have to have him on the air. Um, his story is, is that when he was four years old, um, he said he saw a spirit at four at the table uh, and, uh, you know, he was just barely talking and stuff. And, and, uh, he saw this old man standing behind his grandmother and nobody else could see the old man. And the old man was talking to him and he said, say lung cancer. 
And he was four. He didn't know what he was saying. And everybody at the table was like, what, honey? What do you, what, what? And so he said, this guy said, go stand here. Come here. Stand next to your grandmother. Look at your grandmother. Now say these words. Grandma, grandma has, has lung, lung cancer, cancer. And as it turns out, she went in and she found out she had lung cancer. That is a really creepy moment. Creepy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, this guy says that he has had this ability his whole life. And he says it's just compassion that he feels, the spirit of compassion. And he can can feel what people are going through and he can pinpoint things, blah, 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 blah. Whether I buy this or not, I don't know. I want to talk to this guy. But I read... What he said about, because I have um, uh, adrenal exhaustion. I have adrenal fatigue. And um, the way he describes it is exact. The way he's, I mean, I've talked to doctors and they've been like, I don't know what that. But what he's saying is exactly the way I feel. And he said, you might have one or more of these symptoms. And then he lists like 25. I have like 28 of the 25. <laughs> and um, but he said, uh, you have to do two years of totally changing everything. And uh, you have to start by having 30 days of raw. Like salad only. Mm. Mm. And my wife is like. And I said, well, you know, let's talk about that. Maybe, you know, it's 28 days. He said, do it for 28 days. That's February. So maybe we can start in February. Want a bowl of ice cream? And um, she said, last night, she said, we're starting this uh, before February. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Yes. All right. Let's, uh, wow. I can't Mm. wait to do it. So. What a man you are. Mm. Wow. Look at that backbone. It's Uh impressive. Mm-hmm. It is impressive. Uh, what do mm-hmm. you keep in your uh, your Liberty Safe? I have guns in mind. What do you keep in investments? Yours? Investments. Investments. Right. Purse investments. Purse investments. Yes. yes. Right. Right. Purse based. So investment. and you are portfolio. and you are dear one. I out. didn't say I was a man. I said you weren't one. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Just want to make sure. So you're really going to do this? Oh, I, I don't know. I've already done the raw thing. I said to Tanya. I said we did the raw thing. I, Remember the nightmare that was raw. Oh, oh. raw foods, man. That's that's a that's a rough one. But I, this isn't just raw food. This is not like raw meat, and you know, it's not that. It's just what do I? Why do I? Why, why do I? Why, why do I take feel of greens? Because you don't want to eat salad. I hate salad. This is twenty eight days of nothing <laughs> but salad and fruit. I. It's like the anti Glen. It's like everything that you hate. You should have. That's that's going to be an interesting thing to go through because certainly there won't be any ramifications on my life from you having to eat raw celery every day for 28 days. Oh, no, 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 no. Celery juice. I get oh. celery juice. Oh, that sounds pretty good then. Yeah, so then. you get all of the impact of celery without actually chewing anything crunchy. Have you looked in any of the science of this? Are you just jumping on another diet trend? Is that what's, is, is that what's no, happening this here? Is, no, it's a... I, it, well, yes. Yes, she is. That's why I kind of want to go for the four-hour body thing. Right. But I'm not going to win that battle. You're so not going to win that? I'm not going to win that I battle. read the um, Pendulette Presto book. Do you remember this? Yes. He, he released yes. it a year or two yes. ago. 
it's called Presto, How I Lost 100 Pounds or something. First of all, it's a great book because it's Penn Jillette, so it's just funny it's and fun. interesting. Yeah. He's always an interesting guy. But the way he did it, it, and he's an admitted extremist, right? So he he basically went on this diet in which I think it was for, it was at least two weeks, if it wasn't a month, uh, where the only thing he ate all day, every day, was potatoes. <laughs> now, that if you're thinking of the low carb thing or whatever, like it's definitely not that, right? It was only potatoes in any quantity that he wanted, but no added sugar, no, I mean salt, no added butter, nothing. And he ate just that. And then he slowly introduced new foods like celery and like, you know, lettuce, right? So he was super restrictive, but this is, it's a sprint rather than a marathon, right? So... The idea being that he lost 100 pounds in 90 days, I believe it was. So think about that. You've got to do it for 90 days, and 90 days is kind of hell, right? But when you're done but with the 90 days, he kept it off because he, it off. he wound up... The, the idea behind the diet is that you, the, especially the first two weeks, you get to the point of, A, you're kind of sick of potatoes, so you don't really, you're not trying to eat them all the time. When you know all you can eat is potatoes, you don't get that excited about eating. It also uh, makes your palate incredibly bland. So everything, like he's like the first time I had a bite of, I don't remember what it was, of tomato or something. He's like, it was like the most unbelievable tasting thing I've ever had in my life. It was like incredibly exciting because I had had potatoes nonstop for two weeks. And when he puts a little, like he'll put on Tabasco on something and it's like a flavor explosion to him. And he eventually got to the point where he no longer craved the bad food. See, I think, I, honestly, I, I and I don't, I, 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 I say this knowing, you know, the, the pain involved in it here, but you have this Bell Palsy thing that you've gone through oh, before. When I was, yeah, when I was younger. When you were younger. Yeah. And you had it flare up when we were in Philadelphia. Yes. And you lost all, all taste. taste, yes. Smell too? No, just taste. Just taste. Well, taste, uh, it started with one side of my tongue and then it started to the other. So then I couldn't taste anything for a period of three to six months. Okay, but he, no, he he never. But he never said anything to any of his friends. Not a word. Not a word. Just like oh, I, I didn't it, know you needed to know the, the details of my senses. Whether who interesting. in who <laughs> loses the sense of taste and doesn't say to their friends, you know, I can't taste anything on half of my tongue. Isn't that weird? Well, it started with that. Then it was the whole thing. Yeah, for uh, six months. Yeah. The only reason why I found out is because I was sitting at a really good restaurant with him, and I heard him order, and he said, "What's the texture of that? Just something crunchy, whatever you've got that's crunchy." And I'm like, "Who <laughs> orders food like that?" Well, this and is... I've actually thought of that. Mm-hmm. If you could, if you could lose the sense of taste, yeah. It's the one we don't need. I mean, what do we need taste for? Yes, it makes your life happier, but it also makes you into a fatso, which is why. I mean, the reason I uh, am not uh, the weight I'm supposed to be is because uh, food tastes good. It's not my fault. It's the food's fault. If, if I didn't have, I, I can deal with four senses or whatever it is. I can, you know, what's taste? What do you need that for? All it is, just take an iron to your tongue then. Well, that way you'd feel that. <laughs> That's touch. Yeah, you'd feel that for a while. <laughs> you would suck on some but ice it wouldn't for taste a while. Bad. It wouldn't taste bad. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think there's there's an argument to be made for one of these type of extreme diets. I think most people say there isn't. And I think that that's not necessarily well, again, works. It doesn't work with everybody. Again, yeah. that's why the four hour. I could see us like this guy's point is you have to do these things for your body. And I've been there and done that and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, 
you know, you can't, I just can't stay in that extreme zone. I just can't stay there. That's what I like about the four hour uh, body diet is, you know, like when we were on Atkins, I was on Atkins for years, for years, didn't have a problem with it because Friday nights I went out and I had whatever I wanted. And a four hour body, he's like, you know, pick a day, whatever your day is, eat whatever you want, because you'll never stay on anything if it is all about depriving yourself of the stuff you love. Just eat it in one day. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that stuff is true. There's a book called The Bad Food Bible, which I read over vacation, which is awesome. It's basically all the actual science between for every single, you know, health claim yeah. that you read on Pinterest. Right. Like, you know, these things that are like, oh, you can't eat this food. And it's like, well, why can't I eat that food? And you look at the science of it, there's nothing behind 95% of this stuff that freaks everybody out. And people avoid the things that would make them happy, things that make yeah. their life a little bit yeah. more enjoyable because they're terrified of yeah. what they've read on the Internet. Yeah. And then when you look Don't at the science, it. it's not there at all yeah. for almost all of these things. I have to show you. It's just you. about what works for you. Right? I have to show you. If anybody's listening, if Tim is my son-in-law is in. I have to have him bring in his lunch. His wife is making his lunch. His wife, not my daughter. His wife is making. <laughs> you have no responsibility. Have no responsibility okay. for this one. I looked at it the other day. Do you remember? Did you see Lord of the Rings? I probably oh, didn't relate to this. I don't show. like those. Movies. Anybody who saw Lord of the Rings, remember when the elves gave them this bread and they wrapped it up in the leaf and then tied it around? That's what his sandwiches look like now. That's not a sandwich if it's tied in a leaf. Thank you. Yeah. It's not, right? right a bra- it's like tied into a leaf. You got to eat the stupid leaf. Even the hobbit didn't eat the leaf. And he has to eat the leaf? He eats the leaf. It's like, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'll help pay for the divorce attorney if you want. I mean, I'll comfort my daughter, but not your wife. Right. Not on that. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is uh, Simply Safe. Simply safe, almost half of Americans make a New Year's resolution every year. Now, make one that makes a difference. Keep your family safe and save a buttload of money. If you are somebody who is paying for monthly services from, you know, ADT or somebody else, how much are they charging you every month? Well, and how long is that contract? Well, if you're lucky, though, you get the lowest offer available, which is only twenty seven ninety nine. Glenn, yeah. If you can I, get that lowest offer available from no, one of those country companies, you should take it right yeah, away, okay. right? Because it's All a great right. deal, right? It's not actually a great deal. the The lowest monitoring price that I know of is Simply Safe, and it's fourteen ninety nine, and there's no contract. So the, the the way these other companies get you is they wire their thing in. Then if you want to switch after your contract is over, sure, but we can't use that. I mean, we're going to have to put in our system. So you're paying for a system again, over and over and over again. And you're paying these high prices for a system that costs them nothing. When you see the price of Simply Safe system, it's I warn you, it's going to make you a little angry because you're going to do up the math in your head and think, Oh, my gosh, I paid for the system that I've been paying 50 bucks a month for years ago. No contracts. You own the system. No games and $14.99 a month. It's Simply Safe. Go to simplysafebeck.com. Get started today. Send, save 10% off your home security system at simplysafebeck.com. While Senator Menendez is uh, uh, on the beach in Puerto Rico, which 
is not a good picture if you've if you haven't seen that uh, along with the hispanic caucus things are kind of falling apart because they're saying oh it's shut down it's so horrible for people and then they're on the beach there's something else that is also falling apart and that is that the border wall is immoral yeah chris wallace asked senator coons a democrat whether the wall was really immoral listen house speaker Pelosi says that the border wall is immoral and that she won't give, I guess she'll give $1 to pay for it. Do you agree with her? Well, I agree with the advice that Lindsey Graham just gave to President Trump, which is that he should reopen the government and we should spend several weeks negotiating over what we can all agree on. Um, I personally don't think that a border wall is in and of itself immoral. Hmm. Well, walls aren't immoral, right? They're just a thing. Right, the internet isn't immoral. Nazi propaganda on the inter- internet might be immoral and, and is immoral, in my view. Um, I just want to offend all those <laughs> white offend. supremacists out there. Right, uh, but I mean, again, like the wall, like you know, immigration policy of, of Trump might be immoral to you, but the wall is not immoral. Correct. The wall is just—it's a way to enforce the law. I would just really like to stop stop talking about. You know, what we should do is open the government or close the government, whatever, and start a dialogue. You can start a dialogue with this. Um, yes, a border wall will be part of part of the negotiations. That's that's a stumbling block. Trump can't negotiate with somebody who is saying, no, I, I'm not going to give you anything that you want. He's saying we can call it a fence. We can call it a wall, but it has to be part of the negotiation. When they say no, you got no place to go. Whether the government stays open or closed, why would you open it? When your only leverage is, no, I'm I'm not going to open this until you say, yeah, okay, we'll make this part of the deal. You're listening to Glenn Beck.